Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Happy Mother's Day after... Hello, everyone. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton, and I am so excited to be here with you discussing our Monday Mental Health Wellness Hour. I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton, helping you and me to reclaim positive mental health awareness through information, education, and resources. If you are here as a continuous listener, I appreciate you and love you for the support as well as sharing with those around you. Thank you for those who are new listeners. And I am here to talk about today, we are going to expand. We're going to talk about children, children and emotional intelligence and The reason why I think this is so important because we miss the mark when it comes to thinking mental health does not affect children. Mental health most certainly affect children in a variety of ways. And so we're going to talk about the emotional intelligence, the executive functioning of children today. And how can we help our children to become resilient and to become socially and emotionally um, equipped to deal with life, to deal with experiences, um, whether they are under our care and as they grow. Um, Before we get started, you know, if you are joining for the first time, I encourage you to listen to past and future segments on your favorite podcast. Uh, you can listen in on Apple, on Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And every Monday, live, we are now live from the studio of VoiceAmerica.com. We are an internet talk radio show and Catch up, subscribe to your podcast station, and thank you so much for continuing to support your therapy doctor in our ratings. They grow each and every month, and I get so much um, joy from just looking at the stats and looking at where my listeners are coming from all over the country. and actually all over the world. We have statistics from China, from Switzerland, (laughs) from Germany, and from, uh, wow, Kenya. And I am so excited to share mental health awareness with you, each and every one of you. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and so we're going to dive right on into this. Children are an important part of our society and our families. They add value and their purpose to our lives in a variety of ways and ranges. And teaching children social emotional skills early are essential for them to connect with others. Um, You know, social emotional skills, they help children to learn, understand, and manage their own emotions, build healthy relationships, and feel empathy. Uh, I think that is so lacking in our society today, and especially um, in some of our children, and quite frankly, some of our adults. So when I'm talking about emotional intelligence, it's We're talking about children, but I want you to also think about your emotional intelligence. What is your emotional IQ? What does that look like for you? And do you 
know that teaching babies from the womb, teaching babies and teaching young children uh, social and emotional skills is just as important. And they're like, how do you teach a baby that? Um, we'll get into that in a moment. We're going to kick this um, conversation off and we're going to talk first about um, what is it meant by emotional intelligence? What does emotional intelligence mean? It is also thought of as what's EQ, emotional quotient. And it's the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in a positive way to relieve stress, to be able to communicate effectively, to emphasize or empathize with others, and to overcome challenges and diffuse conflicts. That is a broad and a general definition for emotional intelligence. And quite frankly, it is how you behave, how you behave, how you control yourself. Um, to get down to it, if, if, if stress is happening and your life is going on, how do you keep yourself in check? And then how does that relate to children? And how do we teach them how to manage their own emotions in order to grow their emotional intelligence? And I want our parents and our caregivers, our teachers, our educators to, to know and understand this. Children are resilient. They look to the adults in their world to model for them. How am I supposed to behave under stress? How am I supposed to behave um, in different experiences? And when they do get into those experiences, how are we helping them? How are we helping them to cope, to find strategies, and and it can't just be, um, you know, suck it up. It can't be, um, don't cry. It can't just be that. What goes along with that is how are we teaching our children emotional intelligence, emotional regulation? And it comes in four separate categories. Okay, when we're talking about emotional intelligence, Daniel Goleman, a, an American psychologist, he popularized emotional intelligence. And, and it's not just four, it's five. It's five elements, you know, self-awareness, emotional self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. Those are the five components of emotional intelligence. And so I want you to think about, you know, the, the kid that has a full-blown tantrum um, in the middle of the store because their parents told them no. Um, was that explained prior to going into the store? Um, when my 22-year-old my was very young, two and three years old, the conversation would be, we're going into the store, and this is the list that we're going to get. There's nothing on here that says candy. There's nothing on here that says toy. We're going to the grocery store, and therefore, you're going to behave accordingly. No crying because mommy will say no. And you know that no means no right now. Doesn't mean no forever. It just means right now we're going to pick this up and this is what's going to happen. And so he learned at a young age that no means no. It's not to hurt your feelings. 
It's not to make you suffer. It is a part of life. You're not going to always get the answer of yes. It's going to be no sometimes. And you're going to be able to be okay with the word no. And, and a lot of our children feel a certain way because they think no is a negative and it's not. And, but are we teaching our children that early enough so that they are okay with the word no? And when it is an opportunity for yes or an option for yes, then they can take advantage of the option of yes. And so when I say emotional intelligence, our children have to be taught that. They aren't born with it. They are taught that from birth, and they get a real sense of that, real pivotal sense of that, age three to five. Developmentally, from three to five, children start to really develop that executive functioning, that part of the brain that allows for a child to have that working memory to have that planning and that cognitive flexibility happening the 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 self the inhibition the self regulation part that is the executive functioning that's the part that organizes and is logic so when i say something that they are able to understand and do understand children are still learning language from birth to five. They are learning language in a way that helps them to navigate their world. And adults in their lives are the sole, sole providers for that experience, for that knowledge. We tend to think that, you know, these little people that are coming to us, that we give birth to, that we adopt, that we take in to care, know, understand, and can, can use information in a variety of ways. They do not. They still need our help. They need our help to process other ways of seeing their world. That's what that flexible um, cognitive flexibility comes in. They need to know what is your opinion? How would you see this? And can you explain that in a way that a child understands? And are you listening? Are you listening for how they understand? Asking the question, now tell me what you think of this. Tell me what you thought I heard, what you thought you heard. And when you hear their response, that gives you an idea of how they think. This is your therapy doctor, and we are talking about children and emotional intelligence and how we as adults can help them. I'm Dr. Pauline Belton. We're going to go for a break, and we'll be right back to this conversation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing Awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton, and we are talking about children and emotional intelligence. How do we develop and encourage emotional intelligence in our children? And why is that important? It is important because that intelligence allows our children to be be able to understand, learn, and manage their own emotions. And it also helps to build healthy relationships as well as to feel empathy. And that is something that is taught, whether it is an indirect model or a direct model of how a child should respond in particular situations. And adults in their lives help with that. And and some of us, some of us adults struggle with emotional intelligence, meaning how to manage our own emotions. Remember, mental health is about how we think, how we feel, and how we behave in a healthy way when life is happening, when stress, when there is conflict. So that, you know, for lack of a better phrase, the consequence fits the crime. You know, it, it, the punishment is not over um, exerting what is actually happening. If a child spills um, their drink on the table, and and they're they're afraid because they don't know what your emotion is going to look like then they grow up thinking you know when i make a mistake um i'm going to get yelled at or, or i'm going to um not really know how to respond and so that is emotional intelligence that is how do we teach children this and, and one of the five ways that we have to start to look at is what's called self-awareness. And self, emotional self-awareness is the ability to understand your own emotions and how they affect you and others. You know what you're feeling and why. And how it helps or hurts what you're trying to do when it comes to other people. So self-awareness is your ability to know like, okay, I'm walking through and you see children are playing and they begin, they hit each other. This happens in primary school. It happens in, um, in, in let's take preschool where they're learning and their vocabulary is not as robust as when they are in first grade, second grade, or third grade. You're talking about two, three, four, five-year-olds. Um, you know, by, by age three and four, you want them to be able to know that, um, you know, smacking their classmate <laughs> in the head or, you know, or, or hitting them is not, um, is not gonna make them feel good. And, and they have a cue that, that, you know, makes the other person sad. Um, and if they're upset or angry, that they begin to use their words. Um, two and three-year-olds do have a vocabulary where they can begin to alert adults or let others know when they're happy, sad, mad, or glad. And then what does that look like and how do we teach that so that they aren't, you know, taking their emotions out physically on others, but being able to understand, I didn't like that. 
hmm, what should I do? And, and, and we talk to our children, we tell our children, hey, if, if something is someone or something is bothering you, tell me what it is. Or show me what it is. Or can you draw what it is? And so, and also as they're growing, we're giving them the words. We're letting them know, I see you, you look like you're sad. And you're pouting. Maybe you just need to a timeout. Do you want a story? Do you need me to um, turn on some music? Do you want me to read to you? Do you want to go outside and, you know, do a run or take an exercise or go to the park? We have to teach children how to soothe. And we'll go to that. Self-regulation. The ability to understand and manage your behavior and your reactions to feelings and things happening around you and happening to you. And this may include, you know, your ability to regulate your own actions to very strong emotions like frustration, excitement, um, anger, embarrassment. Are you able to calm down after um, something exciting or something upsetting uh, happens? Because remember, there are two types of stress, you stress and distress. You know, that good stress happens. It still has a physiological effect on the body. And so does distress, that negative stress. It does still have a physiological effect effect on the body you know sometimes people will get so excited I have a friend that gets so excited when I see her little girl the little girl gets just as excited and so excited voice changes tone changes and behavior changes and when it's all said and done it, you know she she passes out almost <laughs> Because she's exerted herself to the point of overstimulating the mind and the body because she's so excited. And, and having, it's good to be excited. However, can you manage it? Can you, can you regulate it? And so, and that happens along and along. And so when we're talking about children, are we teaching children that it's okay to have a range of emotions, but it's not okay if we don't learn, understand, and able to manage them. And they're children, adults, they're children, and they're looking to us to help them manage, learn, and navigate their emotional growth, their emotional growth, okay? that keep it in mind they are growing and so as from age birth to to 21 these children are and young adults are looking for us to be able to pour into them positive ways to manage and regulate okay and the other thing is is motivation that inner desire or drive to do better. Now, this gets tricky because, you know, children don't want to do what they don't want to do. And quite frankly, so do some of us adults. We don't want to do what we don't want to do. However, that does not mean that we don't have to. There are many days where I just want to go on vacation. I don't want to do anything. I just want to just be a vegetable. Um, that is not always a option for my lifestyle, for my life. And for a lot of adults, that's not an option because we have responsibilities. We have what our children don't have. We have to take care of them. 
and we have to take care of us. And so there's not a lot of responsibility. However, are we teaching children how to regulate all that life has to going on? Are we teaching them that sometimes, you know, they don't get the newest PS whatever is out. They don't get the new newest phone that is out because our pockets may not be able to handle it. And if your phone works, you're good. You're all right. It's okay. You know, um, food still has to go on the table and um, lights still have to be on. And so are we teaching our children how to manage, how to regulate their emotions when it comes to something they are not getting? And so that drives me through empathy, empathy, the ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation from their point of view rather than their own. Wow. Wow. That is huge. That is huge. Not only for children, that is huge for adults to empathize. The ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation from their point of view rather than your own. Now, I'm not saying discard your own feelings and thoughts in a situation, but do you understand the other person's? And can we teach our children that? And we can. Let's use that example of the preschooler who, um, let's, hey, a preschooler that bites because they're, they're upset or they're not getting their way. Um, Barring any other mental health issues that may be going on, you know, it is literally you teaching a child that that's not nice and that is dangerous and and show and showing them how does the other person feel? How would you feel if someone bit you? Um, that is something that we have to work on with our children, but also as adults work on. We are talking about emotional intelligence in children and the adults that are raising them, the caregivers. This is your therapy doctor. I am Dr. Pauline Belton. And as you can tell, I'm excited to talk to you about this. I can't wait till you get back and we continue the conversation. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing Awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. (laughs) 
Hello everyone, this is your therapy doctor. I am Dr. Pauline Belton and we are here talking about children, emotional intelligence, executive functioning, as well as how can adults in our children's lives, whether you are a parent, educator, um, caregiver, guardian, and even the, the extended family, you play a role in in helping children to be able to learn and understand their emotions and be able to manage them. Uh, I want to reiterate that emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways, to relieve stress, communicate effectively, to empathize with others, and to overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. And sometimes adults struggle with this as well. And this is the opportunity not only for you to learn for yourself, however, to also learn for children um, so that we are teaching our children a, a better way to manage and self-regulate themselves. Before we left, we talked about self-awareness, um, the ability to understand your own emotions, um, being able to know and understand yourself, the effects that you have on yourself and how you perform. Um, self-regulation, the ability to understand and manage your behavior, uh, your reactions to feelings and things that are happening around you, but also are happening to you. Sometimes we, we get upset or angry um, or even excited uh, because of something around us that is an indirect impact. And we get ourselves so upset and so emotionally elevated, whatever that is. Um, and it is something that doesn't have anything directly to do with us. However, we're reactive to it. Can you regulate it? Can you manage that feeling? And that is self-regulation whether it's happening directly to you or indirectly to you. And, and are we able to teach our children that? Um, motivation is that inner drive or desire to even do anything about it, to, to be able to learn the motivation. Sometimes people have a very low vibration and they're very nonchalant or very um, lax in how they... Um, approach or even regulate themselves in certain manners. And so they may give off a different type of energy to others that may not be favorable or may be favorable. Okay. And then we talk about empathy, the ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation from their point of view and not just yours. Knowing and understanding that everyone has a right to their feelings. Um, however, being able to know and understand what a, a, another person may be feeling is also a way for you to self-regulate as well. Because other people may impact you. However, you control you. You're the person that controls you. No one else. And so can we teach our children that that is important in life as we grow um, into adulthood? And they, they struggle. They struggle, children struggle, and adults struggle as well. Children struggle because they're in the growing process. They're in the growing process of what that looks like, what that sounds like, and what that feels like. And how am I able to actually continue to, you know, feel a particular way, but also behave in a particular way um, if something doesn't feel good to me? And then the other thing is, the fifth one is social skills. Social skills. Any competence, like facilitating 
um, the interaction and communication with others, getting to know each other, building a relationship. Are you able to read those social cues, having the social skills to, you know, regulate your emotion, to communicate, to change um, in verbal and nonverbal ways so that someone understands you, but you also understand them. Are our kids able to take a look at others and, and know and understand that a person is sad and so they may want to comfort them, that a person is being mean so they may want to um, tell another adult or to um, encourage that person not to be mean. Uh, we have to share these types of knowledge with our children in a way that, that they understand and they're able to know, hey, I can only control what I think, what I feel, and how I behave. However, I am going to be able to know, understand how to help someone to regulate their own behavior when the time comes. And so that will take me to how do we practice? How do we help our children to, to learn and grow in their emotional health? Okay? And, and here's how we can do that. We can do that in, in several ways. The interesting part to that is we can help them practice. And how do you do that? How do we help our children become aware of their selves, of their emotions? What does that look like? What does that sound like? And parents, um, you're the coach. You're the coach. Um, parents who are who are aware of their own feelings and sensitive to the emotions that are present in their children, they begin to know and understand their child and how their child behaves. And, and so that helps you to be able to, you know, to help your children to learn the vocabulary. I'm happy, I'm sad, I, um, I'm frustrated. Do they have a, a wider vocabulary of how to express themselves? Are they aware that that's what that feeling is? Because we take for granted that our children know and understand how to put that together. They don't. Mad is very different from frustrated. I can be frustrated and not be mad or angry. I can be um, irritated, but not frustrated. Do we know the difference? There's, there's a slight in the difference, but can we begin to help our children understand what stress feels like? What is stress? And you can say to them, you have a lot going on, so that's stressful. That's what you're feeling. You're feeling stress by the things that you have going on. So let's take a look at your schedule. Are you doing too much? Are you not managing your time well? Especially our adolescents. We, you know, we're in an in a age in a society where our children don't know how to take breaks. And when they take breaks, they think taking breaks is their phone or the computer games. That's really not a break because the brain is still engaged. So our children don't ever know like a downtime. And then hence, we have anxiety. We have um, the inability to relax or to, to calm down. Okay? So teaching our children how to become aware of their emotions and our uh, parents and guardians, and we're all coaches in this. Um, and and then you take it to the opportunity to teach 
the opportunity for the connection, the opportunity when you see a teachable moment for a child. What does that look like for them? You know, children's emotions are not um, an inconvenience or a challenge. Um, now, can it can can it be inconvenient? Yes. Can it be challenging? Yes. However, when a child is feeling an elevated emotion or an emotion that is challenging for you in the moment, that is a teachable time to connect, to allow them to understand, okay, you're having a tantrum. You don't like it because I said, no, you can't have this candy because we are coming to the store to do grocery shopping and that's it. Now, you are expressing it in a way that you are screaming, you're on this floor. You have five seconds of fame. I need you to, to, to come here and talk to me. Now, that looks different for many parents and many other people. I'm letting you know that there are ways to communicate with our children, connect their emotions to their feelings and have them to be able to know you are the coach. You coach them in how they're supposed to regulate, how, how not even supposed to, but how they can regulate because they have to be motivated to regulate. So how can you regulate that emotion? And so you do that. You do that for them because you give them the script. You give them the words to use and to not only connect, but to teach in that moment. And so although emotions are not an inconvenience and they are not a challenge, not for the person, but for a parent or guardian, it can be inconvenient because you're trying to grocery shop. It can be a challenge but it is a teachable moment. This is your therapy doctor. I am Dr. Pauline Belton and we'll be right back to finish up our conversation on children and emotional intelligence. is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866 866- 472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome back, listeners. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton. And we are talking about children emotional intelligence and how we as adults can help our children to foster a healthy 
emotional intelligence, an, an emotional um, connection to not only themselves, um, however, to others. And so we were talking about how can we coach? How can we teach our children? And we talked, step one is to help our children to be aware of their own emotions, um, helping them to be sensitive to you know, how they're feeling and, and why they are feeling the way that they are. And then the other one is that opportunity to connect and teach. Sometimes we, we do, we get the opportunity you know, sometimes often, sometimes not, to connect our children's emotions and teach them when they're in the moment. Um, and, and, and not only when they're in the moment, uh, but when the moment has passed and they're calmer and they, they're able to receive the, the conversation that you want to have with them, um, when they're not elevated, when they're not in their emotional state. And so, you know, having those conversations after, after saying to them, you know, earlier you felt this and you behaved this way. And so I want us to talk about that because you're, you may feel that way again. And, and, and this is what... I want you to know this is what I want you to learn about your behavior and and how it affects not only you but everyone else. Um, and that's a conversation you can have in the way that you authentically have with your your children, with with the children that are in your life. You get to have that type of conversation, and you get to model for them, you know, what that looks like. Okay. And so that brings us to the third um, step, which is to listen and validate feelings. You know, give your children your full attention. Um, so often in, in society, we have a society where everybody is going in so many different directions. And we really think and we really believe and we hope that our children are getting everything that they need. Um, question, if they aren't getting it directly from you, where do you think they're getting it from? Hmm. There are a number of different venues out there. There's the internet. There is, you can, you can Google and YouTube anything right now. And right now there's TikTok and and. Instagram and, and, and you know, all these other <laughs> search engines and, and streaming things that our children are getting an array of, of input and advice. And what you want is for them to be able to come to you because TikTok and Instagram and all these outside um, entities will not be able to um, be an in-person value added to your child's life. You are your child's first teacher and first coach and first, you know, love. And you are the person that your child um, will need the most throughout their life. Um, and, and you want to be able to foster that type of um, communication. So being able to listen and validate the feelings of your children, keeping it in, 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 in perspective, giving them a label to their emotions, you know, that you, when you're fully listening, so I, you sound, that sounds like frustration. That sounds like this. And, and then hear them because they were like, no, but I feel mad. Okay. Do you know that you can have several emotions at the same time? That may be what's called complex emotional um, activity. That is something that happens. 
You know, you can feel irritated and frustrated because you're stressed, because you're, um, you're excited. And so what does that really look like for your child? And let them tell you and then reflect back to them. Have a dialogue so that they know and understand that you are there. You're listening. You know, you know, and 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 guess what? It, you can't always say, "Well, when I was young, <clears throat> when I was young, I used to, I used to feel the same way." At, you know, let me correct you right now. No, you didn't. You may have felt similar, but everyone feels uniquely to themselves. They feel uniquely because their perspective is different. Their outlook is different. Their view is different. And so don't, don't take away and don't minimize. Learn. Learn so that then you can say, oh, I know this about you. Because this is what you shared with me. And so let's find a way that works for you. Because what works for mommy, what worked for daddy, what worked for auntie, what worked for grandma, grandpa did not, that may not work for them. You can give your sight, you can give your input, um, but listening to children and really helping them to navigate their own feelings and the intensity of how they feel so that they are able to regulate, so that they are able to have a cognitive flexibility that it, you know, is not always a doom and gloom. Oh my goodness, our children are in a state of, you know, if the phone breaks, their life is over. And no, it's not. It's a phone. I can't get the candy. My mom told me no, and my life is over. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a piece of candy. And, and let's talk about this. You know, how are we helping our children? It has been my absolute honor to talk with you today about children um, emotional intelligence, how we can help them. Uh, this is your therapy doctor. I am Dr. Pauline Belton, and it is Mental Health Awareness Month. It is May. Uh, for more information, go to www.yourtherapydoctor.com or you know, visit my YouTube channel. We are getting that together so that I can bring you more information. It's Your Therapy Doctor. And look for me on Instagram at Your Therapy Doc. I look forward to hearing from you and also sharing more mental health awareness. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week. <laughs>